Welcome to the Air Doll Podcast, and today I am here with Zaria and AJ. We will be picking a topic from these four different decks of cards. We have the deep conversation, the extreme conversations. Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> the safe zone conversations, and then the clean cards. So... Can we start from oldest? Right, Can we start from the oldest no, and then go to the youngest? Oh, well. Mm. Extreme <laughs> cards. Do parents love, bomb, gaslight, and manipulate their kids? How? I'm a visual person. Can I see it, please? Thank you. Okay. Where do you want to go with this? You just supposed to answer that, Adrian. Oh, sorry? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, well. we answered it individually. I thought we were all, like... We're, we're gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna... It was spitballing. Oh, yeah. So, someone's like, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, um, let me see. Let me see the card again. Let me make sure I formulate. Um, yes. In a lot of ways, parents do, especially in, like, black communities, parents do that. Because they feel like, oh, I brought you in this world. Um, especially in, like, low-income households as well. It's like you owe them. You yeah. owe them, and you're supposed to help with the bills and yeah. stuff like that. And then they'd be surprised when their kids are depressed. Which also brings me to the topic. If you are watching this video, do you, would you charge a child rent? Depends what age. It does depend it on the age. Depends what are they doing. Because if you're like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, if you're... If you're going to school and college, no. Yeah. But if you're like working and you're staying in my house, oh yeah, I'm gonna charge. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Would you like put that money aside to build up their money for when yeah. they move out your house and then give it to them so they'll be able to pay? I split it. I do half towards like actual buildings. Yeah, let's say if I can handle the bills on my own, yeah. I would do it that way. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're good. Because it, it, it really depends on the the income of the household. It looks like a one-parent household, nine times out of ten, is going directly to whatever the house needs. But if, you know, commonly in a two-parent household, just they can like store that unless they're. Yeah, I've seen this. <laughs> this like I don't I don't know I don't think I would charge like them the rent to put towards bills that I have to pay because again I'm the parent I have to take care of their needs. Now they pay me money to take care of their. Needs. Man, it really depends though. Like, I mean, like, if you're like, if like you're, if you're 35 and you're living in my basement, then, then, then yeah, you need to, you, that's more of a like, I can see a parent doing that to like push your kid, like, hey, you know, you're, you're almost 40, go do something. I feel like oh, we're ignoring the first half when it says your parents love bomb their kids. Um, when, you, when you said love bomb, what do you, what do you yeah. mean? Define love bomb. Love bomb is when like you shower someone with love and it kind of scares them off. If that oh, makes sense. so like more or less like they're using the. I love you so much. Yeah. I don't need yeah. you to go anywhere, mommy, daddy will take care of yeah. you. Not to go anywhere. In situation, yeah. And then flip it as in the way of manipulating them. Yes. Like, I give you that car. Yeah. You, yeah. Because you was like, let's say you tell your parent that you're ready to move out. And it'd be like, oh, you don't have to move out. I'll take care of you. You're here. You can go. You, you, you're you home. Yeah. You're home here. And then the control. And yeah. The as soon as you be like, okay, mom. Be like, you need to get, get your shit. Get out of my house. You're this age and you're that age. Like, come in my house late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like you said, I could sit here and be in house ready to move out. Yeah, that, that's very common. One of the million low income households. So they feel like it's that whole obligation you, yeah. you gotta give back. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that it's a child's responsibility. Like, right. I don't feel like you should have a child just for them to pay you back. Yeah, now the, yeah, the kid is like, oh, I wanna help out the woo. That's one thing. That's a different story, but being like, I pay a lot that little woo and right. using that as a way to manipulate it's, them into right. doing things. Especially That's if you really get in trouble and your mom is just like black parents have to stop with that whole mentality that I'm going to have a kid just so they can owe me something. So I can feel obligated because we didn't ask to be here. I don't, I don't think that's always the case, though. I really don't think that's the case. Now, do I think a lot of pregnancies in, in our community is unplanned? <coughs> a lot of them are. You know, but I don't think I parents intentionally, I don't think parents intentionally have kids for their cash, cash farm value. I thought you also have parents who would get upset with their kid because it didn't work out with their partner. Like they only had kids to keep their partner in their life. Yeah. Sadly mistaken, <laughs> sweetie. That's more of a delusional mindset than manipulation. Yeah. Because you can't really blame the kid that the but parent walked out. So a lot of parents that do that. I mean, yeah. But or like the kid looks like the person. Yeah, that's another thing too, where they take rid of the person that left. That's not, I wouldn't say that's like manipulating them all the kids for me. That's more so you emotionally and mentally tearing them down. That's, that's I think not, that's another card. That's another, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that card is somewhere in one of these decks here. I think it's um, your turn for your card. Okay. I think I'm going to go with the safe style. How do you feel about your friend overdressing you on your birthday? There you go. Like, you know the birthday girl post? Yeah. That was, like, recently floating around on it. I don't think he has seen it. But it's basically, like, if you was to just wear what you're wearing on your birthday, and then your friend comes out with, like, looking more oh, sexy. Oh, showing you up yeah. on your birthday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, How okay. would I feel? I mean, I want all my friends to come look looking good as fuck. Yeah. I know if it's my birthday, I'm going to have to step up my game, okay? Yeah, you got to let it be known that yes. you're the birthday person. You have to... I don't think you should dress casual on your birthday. You should dress sexy. Like, it's your time well, to show out. Well, it depends what you're doing, too. That is true. Yeah. But you know you should show out. I don't yeah. think you should have a dress code on your friends. Well, I would do a dress code like, okay, like, let's all wear this color. So like, that's, that, that, that's that, yeah, so, but so is this more so going to women than it is to men? Because, like, me. <laughs> it was like, feel like that. Because guys don't care. Because, like, personally, if you. If you have an event, you have a birthday person, you dress a certain way, and then your friend so happens to come dress a different way, yeah. and you feel some type of way about that, what does that say more about you yeah. than the friend? Because the friend is coming to support you. Yeah. If they, at if, least they showed up. Because yeah, nowadays, they, if, if, At least they showed up. Because my thing is, if this is somebody who you know going to show you up, is that your friend? Right. I just feel like right. it's yeah. a whole lot of secret... Insecurity when a girl does that, 
be like, oh, you made me look bad on my birthday. Especially to run to the internet. Yeah. I saw that Facebook post. I was like, you have so got to be kidding me. So basically, the post, the Frank can't dress better than her. Yeah. So Right. I was like, why would you come dress? She took a picture with flowers, too. Is the friend prettier than her? They're both equally pretty. Yeah. It's just one dressed down. The birthday girl dressed down. She, she came in a plain peach dress. Like you don't do that. And the front came. She dressed like she, she dressed in church. a bodysuit, like a cut bodysuit. If you wanted I mean, to come, that's my friend. I'm gonna have my friend out. Exactly. She want. If she wanted, she should have came more sex appealish. If that's what she was trying to. And that's what she trying to say. I mean, she was probably getting sex appeal with Christ. You know, twerk with Jesus. <laughs> We're about. <laughs> Please excuse him. Oh, no. I'm be like this the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about so for Jesus. He probably would. No, I mean oh, if you just wear. Please forgive me. If you wear a solid dress, solid color dress, and you get mad at your friend because she dressed more Gucci Mama-ish, because she's showing more skin in a sense and garnering more attention on people at your party. What's this to say about you and your insecurities? Like, you wanted to dress yeah. like that, but she was like, no, I'm going to be quiet. I feel like some girls who are like that is probably due to some childhood trauma with their family. Like, when they tried to, like, dress to show that sex and appeal. And they'd be like, oh, you trying to show the world your country, huh? You trying to show that ass. Well, see, and that's it. It really depends on where you're going. Because you wouldn't want your child for a miniskirt going to church. Okay, you, know, you have some family members. You could be <clears throat> you could be dressed like me right now. Have on leggings. And you'd be like, oh, you got your you got your pants all up in your church or what? Your coochie like make a girl go change. I mean, but that's also the beliefs of the family. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm justifying doing that. It's not, it's not justifying. The older generation can't comprehend new No, the generation, that that needs to be another topic because the way they be coming at the young ones for doing the same thing that they have done when they've been young. Let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about on the male perspective. You know how a lot of men nowadays are bringing back that whole um the wearing you know wearing crocs yeah. and stuff like that. And the old generation like, in my time, boo 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 boo. <laughs> but when you look at album covers yeah. of male of male celebrities and they got the crop tops, bell bottoms, the heels, the apple yes. earrings, everything. And then you're like In your time what? What what are you trying to say? I mean you got amnesia, you forgot, here's a picture. Especially the Isley brothers. Why do the brothers have on the crop top? Come on, they they live in time with Lil Richie, Prince, Isley brothers. Uh, Lil Richie, out of all of them, was the only gay person. No, Prince wasn't. He was a straight man. But didn't they also talk about like men wearing rompers too? Mm-hmm. Yes, they wore rompers back in the day too. That's why. Yeah. We're just so confused because like nowadays they're so like, like, like somebody's granddad would be like, I'm gonna this on you, you know my grandson. Yeah. If, if I was walking. Rest my granddad, he's all loving to death. But I feel like if I was walking with bell bottoms and a skin tight shirt, he'd be like, What the heck? Why you got your mama clothes on? (laughs) (laughs) I love him to be like, You know, we already told about that. I feel because that's just like, and that, you know, everybody got to deal with different things when it comes to clothes with their family and stuff like that. Like girls, you know, grandma stuff, be like, Oh, go back and change. Yeah, Yeah. they'd be more stricken with the girls than the dudes. Wait, what's the cards again? You can pick any card. This is the deep conversation, extreme, safe zone, and clean cards. What are the clean cards? That's just like basic topics. 
sucking. We're going to be dealing with this the whole episode. <laughs> okay, okay. Whatever one I pick is going to put over the topic. What do you think about... What do you think about people... Pe- <laughs> Oh, what do you think about being too prideful or too oh. prideful in general? What do you mean by that? Like being too prideful within self and then being prideful. Like yeah. Oh, like so, like versus like overly prideful and like, yeah. common, you know, like, like oh my god, I did it to like. I so you're saying like somebody who needs to be humbled versus somebody who just like. Uh, okay. Yeah. So who wants to take that one? I don't think that's right. You started TV's one. I don't think that's fair for you. Did that's so true? You did. Oh, stop me. Well, I I got you. So, I I consider myself a very proper person. That's mainly because when I give people tasks or tell people I need help and stuff like that, and they feel like it's not reciprocated the way it's supposed to, the way my my brain is supposed to be, you know, be like, oh, yeah, boo. Then I have to do it, and it creates that whole false reward perspective. Yeah, for that that person. For for myself. Oh. Because I'd be like, oh yeah, I did this. I need nobody else. And then you continue doing this. Yeah. It's like an independent thing. So you create that that toxic independent mentality. Mm -hmm. I just feel like being prideful and like prideful in general is kind of like not a good thing, but also a good thing at the same time but i can understand why some people become prideful is because when they ask people to do things for them they like either that person will use it back against them like throw it in their face and it'd be like yeah. okay i'm not gonna ask you for nothing i'm good i got it and they'll be drowning in the boat of water i think i don't like it. oh she's oh. <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm prideful as well kind of like what aj was saying but also mm-hmm. like in situations i can't put my pride aside like and be the bigger person mm-hmm. i just can't do that i'm just saying because if you get me mad and i'm trying to be the adult here and if you say something slick but i walk off because i gotta turn around not got something to say yeah because it can be situational especially if you are an emotionally prideful person mm-hmm. yeah. yeah whoa speaking of what you did you say man Said zen. That's zen. Zen is in fact zen. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of. No, I think women are more emotionally powerful than men. We are, but men are powerful in general. But yes, women are definitely emotionally powerful. Men go by logic, women go by emotions. Depending on the yeah. person. Whether really you like it or not. It really depends. No, I'm not going to say all men are logical and all women are emotional because that can flip. Oh, that is true, because I have some men on my Facebook page that debates with emotion. That's a, it's, it's a, it, that, because, you know, you don't want to put people, you don't want to put people in a box. Yeah, it's like, majority of men more, I wouldn't say logical, because men, I'm speaking for the men out there, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of men think intrusively, right? They, they say the first thing, and by men... Okay. So um, most heterosexual shit. men think intrusively, and they tend to say the first thing in their brain. You know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Some some of you hetero men be saying the most dumbest shit ever, and don't think about it before y'all speak. 
And don't think so, about it after either. Like don't retract what they said they right. Were like if I was to go back in twenty twenty two of all the debates I've had with men, y'all would see. Okay, AJ. No, yeah, I'm pretty much I'm sure. You keep picking the dangerous cards or the extreme cards. What is the most challenging thing in the world right now? People minding their damn business. Yes. I feel like that. I'm a visual person. I, I feel like that is the most challenging thing. Because, you know, I can say all things will be solved if people mind their business, but a whole lot of shit in America will be solid if people just stay, keep their business to themselves. I'm sorry to say this, but especially when it comes to the gay community, it's always like straight men. It's always, like, I've never seen another gay person say something, but it's always a straight man that has something to say. It'd be, it'd be straight woman, too, and, like, that has something to say, but it's like, why you why you just can't mind your business? Like, of course, it's, like, it's basically mainly the straight man when it comes to, like, trans people. Because it's like they have pride. Like, they just have the urge to say. It's mainly women when they come yeah, from all the trans women. women. Yeah, that, too. And it's like, why do you have to fight the urge to be like, oh, you were born a man, you were born a woman? Like, they know what they are. Let's get into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they know what they are, bro. So, my main thing is, when it comes to straight men who have such a problem with transgender people, and, you know, some, you know, the women, in comparison to their problem with transgender people, it's that whole, I'm going to do me regardless of the fact or what anybody else says. It's that, first of all, that freedom, mm-hmm. that lot of hetero, or quote unquote hetero people um have because if you live in a bobble bed household and you're homosexual at heart, but your grandma them beating it into you that you won't like women or you would like men. And then you take that that toxic perspective and you develop it into a personality. Mm-hmm. And then you secretly meeting with the you know, meeting with the same sex. Behind closed doors, but you gotta make sure you maintain that toxic. That's also how they get violent. Too. That's also how they get violent. It's like you know, there's a lot of gay people in the community that will out straight people. There are a lot I of straight women who find out that their spouses are, are homosexual mm-hmm. or like you know trans people, like mm-hmm. blah blah, and they out them. I don't see the need to do that, especially in the old, because it's more commonly in the older generation. Than it is in our generation because our it's generation is more accepted. It's more accepted, mm-hmm. especially with parents who openly defending their kids on social media and stuff like that. Like, I don't give a damn what my mom said. What they said about my child was cool. The older generation didn't have that. They had switches, belts, and the Bible thrown at no, them. They had anything they parents anything they parents were getting their hand on, thrown at them. If they was like, Grandma, Mama, I like the same sex. Now you going to church or one of them cleansing things. Yeah. The little sexual I don't even know why they even exist. Rehab for sexual orientation. That's I didn't so even know that was a thing. Yeah. They have it? Yes. Yes. So it's 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 more so that's like that's my main thing. Her man's is blowing her up. Yeah. And yeah. we're very busy. But that, that's the main thing when it comes to, at least in my perspective, that's, that's my main issue right now. I want to tweak the question a little bit. I think that 
one of the most challenging things, not in the world, but in the black community is the debates that we have. Like oh, the whole 50-50, who should pay the bills conversations. Yeah, like we're worried about the wrong things. We have Dates. so much more. Yeah, we have so much more to do. Oh, did y'all see on Facebook where a girl created a list of places that you shouldn't take? Yes. You know what's so crazy about that? They only did that because of a skit that this black lady and this white man did when he took her to to cheesecake factory. That's what they did. That. Yeah, it was a skit. Well, factory, so I just wanted to say that the men who created the men's list and the women who created the women's list is whack as fuck. Okay. So what I mean, like, it's you. That's also going to people. I'm gonna put the. I'm gonna put that's the list on there. Cause I mean, if you broke, you you really shouldn't call somebody else broke. Cause when it comes to them taking you on a date, you don't have the funds to go on a date. So why? So why, why are you feeling so tired because somebody take you to Applebee's, Texas Roadhouse, Chili's, Texas Cheesecake Roadhouse Factory? You don't deserve steak and lobsters, motherfucker. You need a job. Listen, I'm thinking about it real quick. There's a lot of women in the younger generation who feel like uh, somebody should cater to them. Yes. I am so sick of that. No, because it's like, if it, and it, I have like three or four of them on my Facebook page. That said that they don't work a job, they don't go to school, they just stay in their mama house, and she broke and up. Oh, yeah, sorry. she broke up with her boyfriend because he wasn't sending her the amount of money that she wanted to keep her hair and nails done. The other one said, "Oh, I don't want a man who live on Section Eight, who don't work a high paying job and make sixty thousand drive around in this type of car." Yeah. I don't think it's a view. If you quote unquote, a bum. A you shouldn't bum. be worrying about somebody who's on Section 8 because at right. least they got a house of their own. Yeah. At least they got a job. At exactly. least, they got at least they're trying. At least they make their own money and don't have to ask people or wait for somebody to send it to them. Yeah. I've gotten so many. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that that's one of the things that you were teaching me about a lot of women nowadays. Like, y'all want, Day. y'all want a billionaire. Oh, they, well, yeah, we don't do that. That's what you about to say. They want mm-hmm. a billionaire husband or a Dollar Tree boyfriend. You can't get that. Yeah. Especially if you're dating in your hometown. You are no the it's selection. Right. I'm not gonna find my husband. Right. You are no selection in that. So well, yeah. if you dating if you dating Dion from down the street and y'all went to high school together, you know Dion worked construction site making what probably like 20, 23 something some change dollars an hour. And you ain't got you ain't got no job. He basically take care of you. He take care of you and then he just happened to injure himself. Now he gotta take some time off. She can't pick she can't pick up on that. And you which, can't pick up on it. Right, which brings me to the topic about stay at home wives who don't like when I say stay at home wives who don't do nothing, that means don't got a job, a side hustle not bringing in no kind of income, just taking care of kids, laying down, having kids, cleaning up, all of the basic okay. stuff. Right, cleaning, all of that. I I strongly feel like men set themselves up for failure when they do that. Because what if he was to fall short, what is she What is she going to contribute to help? 
And I was about to say it depends because it's just like a man who has like multiple businesses. Like I follow people, well not follow, but I see people on TikTok like this woman, her man owns like a car business and he like rents houses and stuff and she's a stay-at-home mom. So like if he, something were to happen to him, he would still have things up in that. Yeah. Uh, most most people who have stay-at-home partners like they have, well, so they have very Okay, yeah, but there are some people who have like women that not able to like, yeah, that's what I said. It depends. That's what they yeah. Like, if you, if you, if your spouse staying at home, and that's what men and women because men doing it a lot of days too. If you got a spouse that stays at home and y'all both made that conscious decision, like, oh, I'm gonna go to work with food, and yeah, y'all don't have no, words. if y'all, y'all don't have no like backup in yeah. the case that the person who's mainly working gets injured or God forbid dies, mm-hmm. you're down. <laughs> You're down. Especially if they have like a man that gives them an allowance. Like, what are you going to do with and the money? Like, are you going to save it for a rainy day? Like, split it, save it for a rainy day, put it towards what you want to do? Let's also add toxic husbands and wives who use that as a way to manipulate their partner yeah. into doing things Control. that they want them to do. That's like, what it's called. Oh, this is my money. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> 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 Then it hit you with that. You signed that prenup in it. Hold it up. But see, pretty much I'm also like, I'm worth more than you. That's that's basically what that is. It was a a white lady, I forgot what she was, that was married to a doctor who made her sign a prenup. They divorced, he took all the money, she living in a van. And this lady has openly said that she got herpes, all of that. She's living in her van and she feel like it's been better because she was a stay-at-home wife. That's also that's just one whole land down to know who you're dealing with. Yeah. You can't you can't be like, oh, I got all this. You did all this to me. You knew what Jimmy was gonna do when y'all was fired. Yeah. Okay, even if it was one of those shotgun wedding things where you're like, oh, y'all met, boom, boom, and then y'all end up going together. Some people do like to put on like a different face. Mm-hmm. I believe in the three month rule. Yeah, you know, most people like me, well, well, my current relationship, we didn't, it wasn't a month before we got together. Mm-hmm. How long did it take? It was like two weeks. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> so we, we met at that and made it official March 17th. Mm-hmm. That's my brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. That's St. Patrick's Day, too. Yeah, it's a lucky day. My lucky day. That's St. Braxton's Day, too. Birthday. Just in case you didn't know. All the way home, I guess. Another card. I'm gonna turn back. I'm Okay, unfortunately, social media has made it a man versus woman society. We actually need each other. What are your views on this post? That is true. Women and men actually do need each other. I love my independent woman so much and my independent man, but y'all need to pull your mouth out your asses. How do you mean they need each other? Like, I can see it. That was a post on Facebook. If we're talking about in a couple sense, yes. Yeah. If we're talking about in singularity, I'm gonna have to disagree. No, I'm sorry. Talking about couples, especially when it comes to kids, 
my single mothers, but children are always going to need the dad. And I love my single dads, but children are always going to need their mom. They need both parents. So when the post says, I thought it was talking about me. I thought it was talking about like general. That's what that one picks up. I was bringing that as a subtopic. Oh, subtopic. Oh, okay. Some people are okay with being alone. It's a, you. It's okay to be alone. I think this goes back to like back in the day because you know like women they weren't allowed certain jobs they weren't allowed to like own land and stuff so mm-hmm. it was kind of like women needed men and then like equality started happening yeah the women's yeah started happening and then that's when that individual individuality started mm-hmm. and then now I feel like they're trying to push that back like we need each other type of thing. I just, you mean, it's fair. And we we speak on just the black community. Yes. Men and women, black men and women, need to come together instead of separate. Because they separate on a lot of really stupid ass topics. Like, let's talk about sexuality. Oh, I thought we were about to talk about interracial relationships. Oh, that's a good topic. That's another one, too. Sexuality, interracial, religion, boo boo. Let's talk interracial. Yeah, because that's where I'm at. I can speak from that. Okay. I got I got people who I'm not friends with because I date a white person. I don't. But you you're generally dating a white person. You have black men who go to a white person because they down talk they, about black yeah. women when they do it. Yes, okay. you didn't know that. I didn't know. That. I just had to get it right. We're not, <laughs> we're not gonna be hypocritical because black women also do it as well. Yeah. But. I, but remember, interracial isn't just, you know, black yeah, and white. That's yeah, a whole yeah. Mexican, you know. Any color race, outside of your race. Yeah, but a lot of black But we, we have both genders that would date outside their race. And talk shit. While bashing their own race. But it's, it's mainly... We all grown. Can, can we agree that it's mainly men who do it? It is mainly men who do it. Yes, it is mainly um, men. It is mainly men. I'm only, not, I can't be a hypocrite when it comes to that topic. I can honestly, don't do it. The only time Women that just I've get seen, away with it. The only time I see women do it though is when they've been completely dehumanized by men. Yeah, I was gonna say that because I have friends who like they would date um, black men and then they would get bullied by them. Yeah. And then now they only strictly date white men. But that's what I'm I'm saying. It's, it's, yeah, women do it, but most of the time, it's it's like a reason for it. Yeah. It, the, the reason women do it. Now, women are all, I ain't saying that men ain't doing it. Yeah, I'm not saying that they. Dehumanized, yeah. But a lot of men just. And they'll go date another race and then try to turn that race in the vision of a black woman. But just. Oh, don't even get me started. I'm going to have to get you started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to get you started on that conversation because they gave me that. Or, or if we want to talk about, um, you know, people dating outside the race. A lot of white men and white women they fantasize, fantasize black people for a trend, actually. Yeah, for, yeah. They do for like their kids and stuff mm-hmm. to give well, them experience. Speaking of an experience, me, athletes, no, athletes. Yeah, I, me and mommy, I was Directors. sitting at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting at the hospital with mom because we took um, King into the hospital, and mommy King was in the room, and I was sitting in the waiting room, and this white lady came in with her next child. And I'm talking about hair matted to the T, 
not done. And the mother was fussing at her because she was like, oh, so you just had a child just to have a mixed child? The hair just like completely mad. And she's like, I tried to learn how to do her hair and I don't know how to do it. Well, that's the things we have to worry about. This was definitely in hospital. Yeah. This was the waiting room. I really went to a black mother was arguing with her white daughter. No, her white mother was arguing with her white mother, and the, the daughter is mixed. Oh, so the older Yes, older the grandma, and I said grandma. Oh, I didn't hear that. You said they are confused me just now. I was confused. Yeah. I hate grandma. So the grandma was like, oh, so you're just kind of mixed child, but not a mixed child. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the thing in America. She, like, her daughter here was not done at all. It was a just mad A lot of people, and I'm just speaking on, you know, just white people, but a lot of people prioritize non-white because of genetics and i also because you also have some some because i haven't seen a black woman say that she didn't want a dark skin man you have men that date light skins and white women or any other race of woman that isn't dark because they don't want dark skin babies yeah and it's mostly dark skin men there's also a lot of other men who don't like having red bone children but it's, I've mostly been seeing men that says that they don't want to date a black woman because they don't want dark skin babies. I've never seen, so well, I haven't seen yet to see a man that said they don't want a red baby. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I've been seeing that down my Facebook, though. I've actually, friends, not going to say the name, but if you look at this video, you know exactly who you are. Talk about some. He will not date a dark skin or a brown skin because he don't want a baby that's his complexion. You do know, so for those who don't study genetics or anything like that, I mean, you know, boom, boom, that a child could be born white skin and then become dark. Like you could have a red bone child. People don't study, yeah, I was going to say, people don't study genetics. They just love And just them being in the sun, there's no black people. The melanin makes, they can get darker. Yeah, not not all. Yeah, you got some, and that's also going into a whole. Wait, let me make sure the video's still running. Oh, I but, was fine just speaking into yeah, the mic. The recording is still going. Well, we still got the recording. Yeah, yeah I, was I was fine with just. I was still going to the recording. Now, that, that's good practice. This could be all. Well, no, that's also going into the the multi tone skin and the fair skin tones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's if you so get. You Oh, that's if you get lucky. That's if you get lucky to have a fair tone child that stays the same color the entire life. Me, I was a light skinned baby that became dark. I went from being with Christ to dancing so with Satan. You know, so it's, it's like, yeah. Yeah. You can look completely white in your pictures, bro, and Thank then that melanin slap you in the back of your neck. Thank you, especially if you. It, it also depends on what that child does in their life. Like, if it's any more indoor kid, there's a good chance a child just remain light skin. They're not in the sun at night. But if that child goes outside, goes to the beach, could do sports and stuff like that, it, they're going to get darker. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like that was kind of like what we already talked about. Oh, okay. 
This is kind of what we've been talking about too. Should women get upset when a man plans the first date and it's not what they expected? No. No, I don't mm. think she should get upset. Mm. Mm. That's very. I think if it's and cheap, like not cheap, because cheap is hard, okay, but it's like if you don't put no effort into it. No, I think it really depends, like, on who the guy is. Yeah. Because, like, if you know this guy, like, you know, he's very shriveled, he's a boo boo boo. He's got the flashy car, boo boo. And then your first day is at a McDonald's or a Chili's. I'd be shitting. Yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, what is Angel Lobster's at? So it's really, but, it's really, it really depends on guys. And I also feel like you shouldn't take someone out who you don't know that well. Like, if I'm taking somebody out, I would want to do something that both of us would enjoy, like a common ground. Mm-hmm. Like, if I know they don't like skydiving, why would I take them skydiving? That's yeah, true. that is. So I think when you plan dates, run it through your partner first. Well, even if it's like somebody you know, that you like don't really know somebody that you don't really know, and you just like them, and you want to take them out. Do your research. Find do a your little research. Yeah, That's the only time you about. should you should really at least get to know somebody. Or be like, hey, do you? That's where you suggest. Yeah. You Go the through open, their social media. You do the, and see you do what the they open like. suggestion. Like, if somebody was to walk up and be like, to to girl. I'm going to use myself as an example. I wonder if I'm like, hey, would you like to go, you know, out to dinner? Right? Which is a, you know, common, typical place. When I say dinner, in in the guy's head, he's talking about some place you can sit down at. Mm -hmm. Right? If somebody said, oh, you want to go out to eat? Women, that's about to be a fast food restaurant. (laughs) I don't know. That's about to be a McDonald's or Burger King or something like that. Or a diner. Mm -hmm. Right? No, it's almost like, oh, go out to dinner. You're about to go sit up and sit somewhere where typically you order one meal and you boom, boom. But if you, if you want to do an activity date, like, hey, you want to go golfing? I don't like golfing. Oh, okay. And you just suggest keep reciting. Else, you suggest yeah. something else. Don't be like, oh, would you like to go out sometime? And you're like, yeah, cool. Oh, I'll pick you up at eight. What y'all about to do? See, first yeah. of all, it also, also comes into safety. Because if you don't know where you're going, what you want to do? And you just met this person. That, okay. Jeffrey Dunn. <laughs> okay, I say this like, I feel like a lot of men, they ask women out and then they invite them to their homes. And I feel like that's a safety thing. Like, you barely know this woman and you're inviting her to your house. Yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Also, I don't feel like your first date with a person should be going out drinking. If, I, if I'm doing a typical first date. I feel like know your limits. Yeah. It will normally be during the day. Yeah. Somewhere populated. Mm-hmm. So that you know there's a jiggle down there. Yeah, if they do a little stuff before something. You know, for something something. somebody saw that. Yeah. And can, you know, so Did you know that some um people at a bar actually pay the bartender to put something in somebody's drink? You know you have to pay for a bartender license. And if that happens, you not only get you have some sued, bartenders you know, that do that. Wow. Okay. That. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'll, I do. My thing is, whenever I meet somebody that I'm interested in, or even if I'm just meeting somebody who I want to potentially be friends with, and it's the first time we're meeting up, it is somewhere populated, it is somewhere well lit, it's somewhere where I can visibly see that there are exits. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, I always try to go to a place where I know someone's keeping a watchful eye. Mm-hmm. Like a restaurant, it's the waiters. They're trying to make sure your food's good, but at the same time, 
they, if they see you uncomfortable, they can like pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's most guys would be like, oh, let's go, you know, at eight o'clock for the football game. Um, at night, I don't, I don't. Also, don't like doing that. If it, if I'm just meeting you and you get in my car and it's late at night, I don't know what you got in your bag. Yeah, I don't know if there's somebody in the back about to you know yeah. choke me. Choke, yeah. take me out. Boom, boom. Yeah, and that's also for the other person's safety too. Because mm-hmm. I I do that mainly for me to be comfortable and the other person to be comfortable. Speaking of safety, I just need for a lot of women to stop being so what's the word. Purposely ignoring red flags when it comes to safety situations. Why would you jump in the car with a group of people that you don't know? That's that is very situational. I I I, I hate to dis I hate to somewhat disagree because you have a lot of people who live on the seat of their pants, right? Where they they are very free spirited. I'm like, listen, let's talk, go back to Woodstock or hippie culture. A lot of people didn't know each other. They just shacked up. Granted, granted, yeah, they got high, boom, boom, and the result was, you know, children, STDs, you know, addictions and stuff like that. But a lot of people, there's a lot of people who are free-spirited. And that's, that's also, there's also nomadic people who, that's something that they have to do just to get around to places. I mean, when it comes to them, like, not ever having a conversation with new people, like, at all. That's what, that's, that's what happens. The only reason Uber and all that stuff exists is so that it's easier to do that. It had nothing to do with Uber. What? Next card. <laughs> I was so confused. I was... <laughs> If money weren't an issue and you can do anything in the world, what would it be? What would it be? You go first. Damn, I don't know. Just ask. I mean, if money wasn't an issue and I could do whatever I want in the world, first of all, I would start up. Not against anybody else. I start an all-black community. I start an all-black city. That is run by black people and made for black people. That is that wouldn't prevent that wouldn't prevent you know other people from moving in, but the predominant would be black because black people when they band together can make magic happen. I was gonna be selfish and answer that, but I love your answer so much. (laughs) I was gonna say let me go on trips, let me buy every store, but. I like your answer. You know, like, it, it really, if money wasn't an option, um, I'd buy a piece of land. I'd even get what other millionaires, billionaires will do. Buy a piece of land, create a, a government, and then, of course, yeah, we will make sure we allied with America, but it wouldn't be on American soil, because who would be that dumb? America's going into the shit store right now. Who'd be that dumb? Why would I? Because, you know, yeah, people be like, oh my God, did he really say that? No, I'm, I, I'm serious. If money was an option, I'd create a place where black people can flourish without the outside world 
trying to manipulate them, right? All religions will be accepted. All sexualities will be accepted. First of all, to even be in law enforcement or in government in this community or this be, you need to have some sort of license. Okay, to be a politician for this, you have to pass a test. To even be a police officer, you would have to pass a test. The doctors, all of a sudden, you know, they have to give them like stuff they have to pass. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to require health physicians and all that stuff to have licenses, politicians and law enforcers are going to have the same thing too. And you're going to have to re-up that every couple of years. On top of that, that's black money circulating. Yeah. Okay. Who's going to be on the $1 bill? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Put a rock on the, on the $1 bill. But, yeah, but that, I, I would do that because nothing against any other race, but if you look at China, that's a collective race <laughs> of you know, Asian people. You know, Africa, mm-hmm. Africans. I just feel, what do we have? Like a little, just a little place. A little spot, a little garden of Eden. So black people. In America, just to, you know, do they do what they got to do? It wouldn't cause no problem. Yeah, we'd have our own way of defending ourselves, of course. Yes. It wouldn't cause no problem with what? We wouldn't intentionally cause any problems, but you know. It wouldn't be us that start the problem. Of course, it wouldn't be us. It would be, you know, U.S. government for, you know, all the white people being like, oh, that's. This is unconstitutional. That's unconstitutional. And then I'd be like, okay, the last 500 years was unconstitutional, but I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> I got, I, it's like when you look at, when you look at history today, you have more people who have grandparents who have lived through slavery and Jim Crow. Than people who, than people who, who don't have those. So yeah, but what would y'all do if money wasn't an option? If money wasn't an option? Oh, an issue. If money wasn't an issue, oh, I actually stated what she said. Um, If money wasn't an issue, I I would pay my student loans, first of all, get that out of the way. Wouldn't have to worry about that, it's black until then. I would want to create like generational wealth for my family. Like invest in something that could be that could keep getting passed down. You know the sad part of that in America? The little safety net that was created by so-called for profit is that you don't actually own your wealth. So that at any given time the government can just snatch that from you. Know your what? Wow. You know what I think? If money wasn't an issue, I'd probably hide it somewhere. Hide all my stuff somewhere. Even though it's I think one of my oh, like so my hand to cut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Um, doing something like that would scare me though, because what if like one day they just like the money isn't worth anything anymore? Damn. And then you just have all of that hidden. I don't know. Cause did you know? Did you know that that um that in Washington. A whole black town was eradicated just to build a fucking fountain. It's a lot of towns like that, you know. It was a lot of it was a lot of 
from the them. little black areas that were making their own money doing all the yep. good that got basically genocide. Some of them either got drowned and now they're awake, like the native religion or however you pronounce it. That's actually what's happening with the whole city that was there. So like my main thing is like I know some people in the comments when they read when they read you know I, oh, I said when so they read sorry. some people in the comments when <laughs> they when they listen to <laughs> when they listen to the podcast. <laughs> you pass the cops around here? No. You're choking my shit. Well, I know when some people listen to the you know listen to this episode, they'd be like, did he really just say? That? No. I know. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of a lot of people like me who was like, if we just had something, That's just something. a little small something that we can, as a community, can collectively get together with, I think the world would be better. But that's not me saying, oh, white people can't move in. Other can't move. No, I'm saying I'm building a place where black people for come black people predominantly for black people. Yeah, but that, that's not saying that you, you know. It's okay. I just feel like for once, they have to let us have something of our own. But see, when it comes to culture, when it come when it comes to culture and stuff like that, you can't really gatekeep culture. Um, elaborate on that, please. So, like, there are certain things in the culture that you cannot do, right? And because genetics or a second for an example like let's talk about natural braids protective styles protective hair styles push your lip up that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying let's push your lip up let's talk about protective hairstyles right okay why people cannot do protective hairstyles now the the their version was more so with vikings and stuff like that did they have like a similarity like what we have? Yeah. Yes. So I'm not negating that. But for them to say, oh my God, I got this. Boo, boo. No, you don't, baby, because your hair will fall out. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah. No. You, and then you have some black people who try to be like, oh, but y'all wear blonde hair, straight hair, this and that. Yeah, that it's not a culture. Yeah. It's not. Now, his part of you wearing, wearing blonde. But there's some natural born black people who have natural born blonde hair. So it's not just a white. That's person. a generic thing. That's not a part of culture. Yeah. See, you, you yeah. I just knew I should have told you. You eat your words. Me. You know what? Next topic. No, 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 nah. no, no, no. This, this is a good conversation because, yeah, I would have thought that, oh, blonde is more so. I would associate with How would that AJ? What is a culture? It's, it's a way of the people. <laughs> That's the culture. It's, it's the way people is how they do things. A group of people. Well, I think it's more so, more the specific, people. a group of people. I mean, it's the same. You just. But when you say people, that could be like anybody. No, that's when not say true. If I say, when you say African culture, it's the way of the African people. We're going we're gonna to hand tap on this conversation as well. Let's bring Courtney uh, Kardashian. That's the one that dressed as a brass doll in it. Chloe was the one that had the she shades had the darker light. Yeah. yeah. And somebody in the comments mentioned something about the blonde hair. 
And I replied, I was like, you know, good world. That person not talk about no blonde hair. Well, I didn't, that naturally, I, I wouldn't say that, you know. That did throw me off. I didn't. I, I was miss. Yeah. Chloe is the one in yellow. Oh, okay. But yeah, but yeah, when you said blonde hair, that's because I associate with that. So that that's on my part. What what that? So ain't, you know, ain't no love lost when I said that. I apologize. But yeah, culture is the way of the people. So cultures can be interpreted. Not necessarily stolen from other people. Yeah, color is a generic name. Okay, Timmy. <laughs> but if you want to get real deep in the eye, no, let's take that for another question. Views on someone being a side piece. Well, let me tell y'all, that has you have to be yeah, very. Yeah, you know about that. Oh, <laughs> that, I was sit here and play in my face. I was never a side piece. I was, um, I, don't, I would not even lower my standards to be a side piece to someone. I just feel like a side piece is a very insecure. I was not. I just piece. realized what you said. <laughs> to lower my standards to be a side piece. I was no, not side for piece. that. Mm, mm, continue. What I say? No, I'll, I'll get after the video. What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I said I would never lower my standards to be a side, side piece, piece to yeah. somebody. I can't do that. But I feel like, what if you're unintentionally a side piece? That's that's that, 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 that could happen. That could happen. But if you find out that that person has somebody, because I mean, your your tuition, your intuition is all, your, that gut feeling, something going to come to the light. So and then man. eventually, if you find out, why would you stay? So let me ask you something, right? Another to, to like bounce from that perspective, right? There's also a lot of people who are like they're single. It is not their responsibility to maintain someone else's relationship. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you are more on that morality, right? That whole general moral compass, where they are more on the self moral compass by following that perspective. My thing is, right? Listen to me. I'm I'm with the whole. Take your time, Pastor. I'm with the. I'm I'm on both. <laughs> you know, no, I'm saying I'm on both ends because <laughs> yeah. If you're a single person and the person you're dealing with, and you find out that you're a side piece and you stay, then that's your choice. I don't think ain't nothing wrong with that. Let me keep going. Let me finish now. Don't look at me crazy. I don't think nothing wrong with them making that decision to stay because they are a single individual in that concept. Now, the person who is continuing that relationship is more in the wrong than the person that chose to stay. Why would you not want better for yourself? Most people don't. Most people, I'm going to say, most people hope for better, but choose to remain where they are because they think it will come to them. And that's, that's the main thing. Most most people are like yeah I'm gonna do this boom boom they aspire for better but they don't do better but they don't do better because they think that it's going to come to them that's why I said the person who chose to stay I wouldn't blame them more than the person who started in the same way thank you for watching the Air Dark podcast until next time to the wheel. <laughs> yeah.